You are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's going on? Not much. Glad to be back on the podcast. What you got today? All right. So today's topic is haste makes waste. Haste makes waste. All right, kid, what you got? That's one of the things like I absolutely hate in life is like being rushed. I absolutely hate being rushed. Like I try my best to get up early and, you know, do what I need to do. And I know time is against us all the time. Right. But it's just, I hate doing things like, we talked about this before, like procrastinating and stuff. I don't really feel like it's procrastination. I just feel like I just need to take my time, get my game plan together and then, you know, write some ideas down and then write that paper or yeah get ready for that that speech and and then say the speech like i need to have everything all the ducks need to be in order like i hate this need to be done right now let's draw up something i even hate doing that with like group projects let me take tell me what you need me to do and let me go home and do it and bring it back you know so i can have i have a process to that and my mm-hmm. wife calls me Mr. Particular. Because things okay. have to be a certain way for me. Yeah. It's no and wrong with being particular. I think the atmosphere and everything has to be set. Everything has to be right in order to make a masterpiece. And that's what I feel like when I when I put my mind to something and I do something, at the end of it, I feel like it's great. It's beautiful. It's perfect. You know what I'm saying? And in a way, I feel as a perfectionist when it comes to stuff like that. But when people are rushing you or pushing deadlines on you, you can't put forth your best work. Right. Like, am am I the only person? Am I the only? Am I feeling like that because I am a man? Like, do all men feel like that? Like, I think it depends, man. I think it just depends on the situation. You know, I wouldn't say that is is you know feeling rushed is specifically to to men, but of course, you know, um, you know, sometimes as men, you know, we can can be feel rushed by different things, you know, uh, so many different stresses in the home and at work and you mm-hmm. know outside, and you know you can you can feel rushed and you can feel you know hey I need to make this decision right now, you know, and a lot of times you know, uh, just taking a pause can help, you know, Mm -hmm. don't make any rash decision. Just, you know, just pause, just, you know, let me, let me wait. Cause I I know plenty of times at work, um, you know, people will try to rush you into making a decision to do something. Like you said, um, I understand, you know, we all know, like sometimes you may be on a tight schedule for a deadline, and you got to make those deadlines and stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when like selfish people come up to you and they want their answer right now. 
and you're not ready to, you're not ready to get an answer right now. You're not ready to give that some thought right now, you know, and you might need to be like, relax, hold on. Let's think this through. Let's think about this clearly. Then we'll get into it. You know, yeah. we don't want to make any rash decisions. And I think that's important. You know, many times, you know, you know, you're going back to, you know, is, is it a, you know, is it a dad thing? You know, sometimes in a home, um, you know, uh, things can happen. And like I said, you know, people can, you know, sometimes, you know, my wife may get anxious about something. And I think sometimes, you know, cooler heads have to, you know, kind of, let's relax, honey. Let's, let's think about this. Let's make sure we make the right decision. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. You know, I think there's strength in that. And, you know, yeah. I think um, part it's of the It's a whole lot have, of strength in that. Yeah. And I think, you know, part of our role as far as being, you know, uh, you know, one of the leaders of our families to provide that strength, provide that stability, provide that, uh, uh, you know, that protection, because, you know, we can't run off of motion all the time, you know. And that's something that we definitely need to make sure we're doing. Would you go, would you go far enough to say, um, as men, we can't make our decisions based off emotion ever? I'm I'm trying to think of a situation where you may make a, a decision emotionally, it may be a good thing. Um, but uh I can nothing one doesn't come immediately to mind but yeah um, for the most part, I, I, i'll say this kid kid jumps in the deep end of the pool um you gotta jump would you in. say that yeah. that's the emotional decision like your emotions take or is that adrenaline or something falls on on a kid or something like that like a log or something like that and you gotta pick the log up or something like that like that's adrenaline or is that emotions yeah, I don't I I would call it either one. I'd call it as just, you know, um you got to do what you got to do at that point, you know what <laughs> I mean? That's uh that's not making a hasty decision. That's making, you know, uh all those things happen within a split second uh -huh. and that's just a reaction, you know. But as far as you know making, you know, certain decisions, you know, yeah, you need to think about those things. You need to weigh out some options and you know, you know, I I think about this one time, man, and I know this is a little bit different, but I remember this one time, man, I was cooking, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I was going, you know, I was going to prepare, prepare dinner or whatever for the family or whatever on a particular night. And I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And I'm trying to do this over here and got this right and this going and this, this pot going over here. And then I got this in the oven. And I remember, you know, going so fast that I left out a key ingredient in some mac and cheese, you know? And, you know, I had to, like, basically uh, improvise and add the ingredient while it's already in the pan, you know, and I mean, it ended up turning out all right. Didn't nobody know a thing. But that's one of those situations where, you know, I had too many irons in the fire. You know, I, I, I you know, I was I was being hasty, you know, instead of just saying, all right, do this, then do this, then do that or don't do more one thing at a time. But, you know sometimes man you know we've seen it we've been there haste can make waste and that's that's not good yeah i look like i remember something like that man uh i was trying to make uh like some pasta alfredo or something it was like from scratch i got the recipe online and all that 
and um, went to the grocery store and I think they had some cream that I was supposed to get. And it was supposed to be like straight regular cream and they didn't have it. They had like skim cream or something like that. Uh-huh. And I said, I got to use a substitute. Let me substitute this. Do you know it was disgusting? Just that, and I did it before. I had made this pasta before with the whole, I guess the the regular cream. And then I used the the part skim or the low fat. Man, that stuff tastes like disc detergent, man. It was disgusting. Yeah. And throw the whole thing out. So I, I get what you're saying, man. It's like you make decisions and stuff like that and you don't really think about it. Maybe if I had to call my wife and said, honey, you think that that'd be a substitution that probably said, no, nah, let's just, um, let's get some chicken for tonight since they don't have that. Let's do something else for dinner. Yeah. You know, but you know, being in a rush, you just pick up what you can pick up and you go yeah. with it. And then after a while you see, Hey, that's not a good decision. Um, that yeah. made me think about something though. Saying people want you to make a decision, um, really quick. And sometimes that's people, mm-hmm. um, that's the strategy that people use is to jump on you real quick, bombard you with um, a dilemma and they want you to give them an answer right away. Yeah. And sometimes that's a trap because they know they want you to go a certain type of way. Yep. And um, when you go there and you say your word, that's it. And um, I learned something from my dad. My dad would always say when people came to him asking him things, he would always say, let me pray about it. Um, so I would say that's definitely something that I do. Absolutely. You know, I take my time and, and, just, and just pray about something and just give it time. Give it time. And also a lot of issues and things like that. And wait for the answer. Hold on. Wait for the answer. Yeah. You know, you talked about pray about it, but don't pray about it and then go and, you know, make the hasty decision. Wait for the answer. That's the key part, too. And then another part of that. I've seen my dad face with certain situations. And you like, oh, this happened. You got to go do this right away. Like this has to be fixed right now. You got to solve this. You got to go talk to them. You got to do that. And he's like, sometimes you just got to sit back and let things work itself out. Yeah. And don't you know, most of the time, I would say upward of 90% of the time, it's going to work itself out. Yeah. Now, yes, you do have to um, approach people sometimes. You have to handle things and, you know, take it head on. Yes, it does take for us to be like that sometimes. But I would say most of the time, maybe not 90% of the time, but I would say most of the time, things are going to work itself out. Yeah. And things are going to come to the light. And you don't have to get down in the mud with everybody else and start slinging mud. Um, I've, I've had an experience like that myself, man where I had somebody personally trying to attack, well, not physically trying to attack me, but try, personally trying to attack me with, with an argument, pretty much. Um, you this and you that, and this is that, and that is this, and I ain't got to hear from y'all no more and all this stuff. And it took 
everything because of who this person was. It took everything in me not to say something back and not reply. Because a lot of times this stuff coming in on phones or emails and stuff like that. And it took me just so much to hold myself under to say, you know what? I'm not going to respond to this. Because mm-hmm. at first I said, I'm going to respond to this. You know, as soon as I get back where I can respond to this, I'm going to respond to this. And then when I got back and I had the opportunity to say something back, it was like something just came on me. It was just like, man, it ain't even worth it. Yeah. As time went on, I, I realized that it's not even worth it. And now, 10 years later, it worked out for my good. Yeah. 10 years later, you know, person I had the issue with, they're an advocate for me now. They have respect yeah. for me now. Yeah. Because I didn't react in that situation. See, they what they said about me or said to me, they didn't really mean it. They didn't really mean it. They were just upset. They were going through some yeah. things. So I was the person yeah. that they wanted to vent out at. Right. But I had to... I had to just keep myself under control, relax. And now this person would do anything for me. If I went to this person right now and asked them to do something for me, they would do it. And they got so much respect for me because I did not respond. Yeah. So with that being said, strength is sometimes silent. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Strength is sometimes silent and um, and there's silence in strength. You know, you don't have to show everybody that I'm strong. You don't have to demonstrate how strong I am, what kind of person yeah. I am, that I can I can come back and say some things to you to hurt you, too. I don't have to do that. All right. That's not I, I, I know to, to me, you know, you, you said sometimes I, I'd argue that strength a lot of times is silent uh-huh. you know you don't the the lion doesn't have to roar all the time for you to know that he's king of the jungle that's good you know the lion roll up <laughs> just walk up yeah it, it, yeah they, they scatter you know what i'm saying so it's yeah he doesn't have to roar you know he can you know he ain't got to be the loudest one in the room he can be and, and matter of fact the lion lays around most of the day. Most yeah. of the day, the lion is laying around, sleeping, yeah. resting most of the day. But when that lion get up, it's on. It go everywhere. It's on. Yeah. You know, another thing I was going to say about the topic, um, haste makes waste, was, uh, you know, a lot of times it's, it's driven by impatience you mm-hmm. know we live in a world now man where everything's got to be right now right now right now you know you look on social media right now do this right now and you know you got to do the, you got to go over here right now you know I, I had a situation where uh you know you you kind of triggered something for me when you were talking about uh made me think of when sometimes when you go to a car dealership and maybe you get in your car service for one reason or the other 
and you know they tell you all oh, you 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 need some you need this on your car and the way they'll put it is you need it right now like if you mm -hmm. drive off the lot you know off the off the premises of this you know this this service shop without getting this fixed your car gonna break down right now you know <laughs> if you don't get if you don't get this hot water hit if you don't get this hot water heater fixed right now it's gonna flood your whole basement you know and they that's how they make it seem yeah. you know to try to get you into this emotional state to make this decision, mm -hmm. you know, so that they can have your money or whatever. But, you know, a lot of these, like I said, man, a lot of these things sometimes are driven by uh, being impatient and just, you know, work on your patience. Ask your kids, get your kids to work on their patience to just mm, pause. Let's think about it, talk about it, you know, if it's a situation that requires that and, and make the right decision, pray about it you know, and make the right decision. I agree. I agree. Made me think about something, because, you know, Dad Roots podcast, so we talk about a lot. We try and relate everything to fatherhood. And if your child hasn't, they're going to come to you one day and they're going to say, hey, can I stay the night over such and such's house? And when they do that, it's like right then. Yeah. Maybe not that I want to stay there two weeks from now. Can we go right now? Can I go to such and such? We just left school and such and such mom said I could come over today. Can I, can I go over? And you mess around and say yes and you don't even know these people, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this. Don't don't get don't get intimidated by you know your son or daughter being upset with you or even your wife because we have to understand we're the leaders in the home so it's a lot of things that your wife still is not going to see when it comes to protecting your children that's not to say that her intentions are not right but that's not her role in the home her role is more on the caring side our role is more of the protecting side. Mm -hmm. So we protect our kids from danger. Okay? So you, you send your child to somebody else's house ill-advised because you don't know about these people. No, I need to know about these people. I need to know who they are, where they live, where they work at, whose people is that? Oh, yeah. Who do they hang with? Oh, yeah. I need to go, I need to ride up to that house when, I mean, before they even go over there, I need to go over there and see what kind of living conditions they're living in. Maybe not go inside the house. I need to see who's going in and out. Uh-uh, son. Right. Uh-uh. No, daughter. It's um too much activity at that house. Too many people going in and out. Yeah. Now, you can play with them until the lights come, I mean, until the um, street lights go out but you need to bring it on home. Yeah. And you can get again, upset like with you me. Said. You can go to your room, get upset with me, kick and scream, do all you want to. But I'd rather for you to be upset with me right now, today, for a few hours, than you to be upset with me for the rest of your life because you went into that house and somebody did something to you and daddy wasn't there to protect you. Hmm. So. That's my take on it. 
But, That's um, good. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just passionate about that. I just feel like if we don't protect our kids, who gonna protect them? Yeah. That's that's one of our roles. And to protect. And, and it don't it doesn't matter just because the, and we get food with this covering too. Just because it's family. Cousins, aunts, uncles, grandma's boyfriends, grandpa's girlfriend. I mean, we all live in a different situation. We don't know people. Yeah. You don't know people. You don't know what they into. You better off keeping your kids close to you. That's right. I mean, you can call you, you can call me a helicopter parent, overprotective. You can say what you want to say. But when kids get hurt and you can't put a physical band-aid on it. You can't put no band-aid on the mind when they get messed up mentally because they somewhere. Yeah. Man. That's good. Man. But I see that, I say that stuff happening all the time, man. People just send their kids everywhere just because you want to go out and you want to go do this. And I'm saying live your life, but then at the same time when you lay down and had this child, man, like you gave that up. It's no longer about you. It ain't about right. you no more. Right. So you should have lived your life before, before you did adult things. Man, that's <laughs> facts. Like, that's true. That's we true. all know what we're getting into, man. We all know what we signed up for. Yep. Um, you better take care of your kids, man. Are they or you gonna have or y'all gonna have to really straighten out some things later? Because people are hurting over things that happened to them years ago. They haven't got over it. And um it can hurt them on into adulthood and their other relationships and they never be the same again because they were mistreated mm -hmm. as a kid. We gotta protect our babies, man. That's right. Care if your you baby is 16, it's your 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, they still your baby, for it's, real. Yeah, it's your role, <laughs> it's your duty as a parent, as a father to protect, you got to. I just hate that you you sacrifice and put your child at risk because you want to go turn up. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I ain't on that. I'm not on that. But making hasty decisions. Yeah, I need a babysitter tonight. Yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. okay. You got anything else? Oh, no. No. All right. Mm -mm. Well, we thank you guys for listening to Dad Roots Podcast. We got Mario E. and Kid signing out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dad Roots Podcast with your host, Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.